0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to my God and Cancel Culture podcast on the Charisma Podcast Network. I'm Stephen Strang, and uh, this is a new podcast that I started to focus attention on my new book by the same name. It's going to be out on September 7th, and the week that I am recording this in July, I am focused on the audio book, and so... You're going to hear a little bit of the audiobook. Now, it's not the final recording. I'm just going to kind of read it, uh, kind of mistakes and all. It's, I, I'm doing this partly to practice and also to put some new content on the podcast. I'm told that the numbers are doing very well, which means we're starting to get uh, you know followers. and uh, I hope this will make you want to listen to the full book and also to read it. You can Pre-order it on uh, StephenStrangBooks.com or stevestrangbooks.com. We have both. And uh, when you do, you get $120 worth of value. Uh, you can also order it on amazon.com. But the website tells how you can put in a code if you order it at Amazon, and we'll send you the free goodies. It's mostly digital. It's my God and Donald Trump book, the first one. There's some other things, The Harbinger, I believe, and it's something you'll want to check out. So anyway, this is chapter 10, or it's actually part of chapter 10. uh, And I'm just doing it to give you a preview of uh, what the book is about. And this one is an important one because it's it's on revival. So here we go. Chapter 10, Hurricanes of Revival. Good spiritual winds seem to be blowing again. As a longtime Florida resident, I know a thing or two about strong winds and hurricanes. I've lived through a few. From June through November, weather conditions often cause a type of vacuum to form over the ocean. At these times, bar- ma- bar- ma- barometric—see, I told you—be mistakes and all. Barometric pressure drops so deeply that it causes winds to rush in and equalize it. Sometimes, resulting in 200 mile-per-hour gusts. But what if this happened in the spiritual realm to our nation? Mario Murillo believes that it's about to. He doesn't mean winds of persecution or war. He means a hurricane of revival. Murillo says the way hurricanes form paints a picture of what he sees happening in our society today. One of the patterns for revival that Jesus referred to as weather, Murillo told me, referring to Matthew 24, 29 to 30. He said you see the color of the sky and the form cloud formations and you know what's coming and you don't discern the signs of the times. Murillo said that the big flashing sign of the times today is spiritual hunger and a vacuum of answers. When there's a vacuum of good something must rush in to fill it. Observing the cultural signs Murillo believes it is inevitable that the revival is coming he said, the natural hunger for God is something that no atheist can abolish, no university can ban. No human engineering is ever going to be capable of erasing man's deep desire to know God and the inner emptiness that they feel. When you create a culture where you don't know what gender you are, you don't know what love is, you don't know what's up, what's down, what's truth, what's false, who you can believe in, all of a sudden these deep eternal yearnings rise to the surface and people turn to God. Murillo believes that the spiritual vacancy and hunger are profound in our day, much like a hurricane. When God's spirit falls on a culture that is starved for truth, it will overrun the walls of the church. We've seen this happen many times through history in the great revivals we now honor and celebrate. The hunger is there, Merlo said. The tide of spiritual awareness has gone out so far that the youth are starved. It could be a new Jesus movement. It could be something else. But anyone who supposes that something big is not at work is going to miss it. And then I'm going to jump over later in the chapter to a section called The Church Must Wake Up and Expose Corruption. Various faith leaders with divergent ministries have echoed Sean Foyt's call for the church to arise. Mario Murillo isn't a politician, nor does he pretend to be one. He has spent much of his life traveling the globe to share the gospel of Christ. But back in 2012, the Lord told him to begin a blog about political issues, and he obeyed. That blog, which is mariomurilloministries.wordpress.com, has now had more than 12.5 million readers and God continues to use Murillo to speak unvarnished truth to today's believers. More than ever in this post-election season, Murillo says that the church must expose the corruption and allow God to take us beyond what he calls a Red Sea moment and into the promised land of last day intimacy with him. I'm telling people right now that the church is divided against itself, Morello said in a recent interview. One of the reasons I believe the church was in worse shape before the pandemic than now is because we had no idea how wimpy and divided and disconnected from reality the church was. Many, many leaders wanted a big church. They were willing to make some costly mistakes in order to change from reforming a culture to having a large empire. Morello said the concept of cheap grace has led to the church's lack of engagement with the governmental mountain of influence. We had no political involvement because we didn't sense danger, he said, and sensing danger was something that didn't go away with the image of the new God, the Father, who was so into us that he had compromised every one of his attributes in order to appeal to us, so we had no heart for war. So here we are right now. We're at the Red Sea. And some Christians are saying, well, let's just side with Biden and let this go. Let's not investigate. We're looking bad to the world because they don't have a clue what's at stake. They're saying, oh, well, you know, in four years, Trump could run again. Well, right now we're having the weasel guard the chicken coop. And the fact is, we don't know. What we're going to look like in four years if there's anything for Trump to save. The church's laissez faire attitude is at fault. But God has promised protection for the righteous, Morello said. Jesus said to the Laodicean church, You believe you don't have any need. We had years of that. We had years of becoming experts in marketing, planning, multi campusing, and all that stuff. But we did not preach. The counsel of God to America. So, therefore, in Revelation 3, God said, You poor, miserable, blind, and naked, and you don't know it. Then He said, I stand at the door and knock. That's what everyone must listen for, that knock, Merlot said. This is the paradox of the hour. God is affording us an intimacy with Him that has not been available to prior generations. God is saying, Just as we're delving into dramatic evil and witnesses, you can enjoy intimacy and righteousness with God and a peace that passes understanding. But not if we don't open the door. We must open the door and he will come in. And all of these tremendous blessings of the last days will be unfolded. And I think that's a good place for me to stop. I hope you didn't laugh too much at my mistakes. Um, Of course, the uh, final uh, audio book will be professionally edited. And, uh, you know, I obviously have to redo sections. I've been doing this for hours. I'll be done uh, probably later today. And I just thought I would share it. Also gave me kind of a run through, a practice, if you will. So this is from chapter 10, Uh, The last chapter in God and Cancel Culture, there's a conclusion and then an epilogue. And uh, I believe it's a very important book. I've been invited by Clay Clark on the Reawakening America tour uh, to speak about God and Cancel Culture at the big rally in Grand Rapids, Michigan. And they're also having a meet and greet uh, I've only done one or two of these kinds of things. Uh, this is a huge venue, a huge stage, a huge open door. And even though people will be reading this long after uh, the event, uh, which I think is August 19th, twenty, and 21st, I'm pretty sure I'm there on the 21st. Uh, you know, if you, have, if you haven't registered, you need to. If you put in the promo code CHARISMA, you get some kind of discount. Um, I don't have all the facts in my head. Uh, I'm going to track this down, but I just thought that I would mention it in passing. Uh, if you did hear this podcast uh, and you come to the event, please come up to me and greet me and, and tell me that you listen to the God and cancel Culture podcast. That would mean a lot. Uh, Also, I'm going to start doing something a little different. I'm kind of thinking out loud, but um, I hope you'll allow me that uh, privilege. But uh, I think that once a week, I'm going to start answering people's questions and have a much more personal, much more informal um, podcast. I'm thinking of calling it Casual Friday or doing something like that. We have Casual Friday here at Charisma Media, and um, so I just thought that might be fun. I I did it because we got some questions, and I thought, yeah, I'd like to answer these questions. Uh, Dennis Prager does this on his fireside chat, and my wife and I watch it, and I I think it's pretty interesting, so hopefully you'll be interested. I'll do that on my Strang Report uh, podcast, which, of course, is my other podcast. Uh, I put most of the uh, podcast having to do with God and Cancer Culture on that podcast as well. This time, I did a unique one just for God and Cancel Culture. So thank you for listening. Thank you for pre-ordering the book on Amazon.com. It's there. Also, it's on Mardell.com. I recently did a podcast with uh, Joe DePalmo, who is the president of Mardell, and um, it, it made me realize I should download the app and, and uh, open an account and I did and I thought well what can I buy and so I went and saw that they sell my books including this new one so I pre-ordered a book myself uh, just to kind of get, get the feel you know for how it happens we have uh, advanced reader copies available uh, we send them out to the media in fact I sent one to the New York Times they contacted me and we set up an interview so I hope that that uh, give some exposure. I don't expect that they're going to agree with my book at all. In fact, I write it partly because of um, the way that the press in general and New York Times is specifically is hostile to the things that we believe. But, um, you know, the Lord is opening up some doors, and I just thought I'd share it in this very informal podcast. I'm going to start doing more direct-to-mic, we call them, podcasts. And um, But I have a list of at least 20 people that I want to do a podcast with. So, uh, you know, obviously our listenership is going up and, and uh, lots of opportunities. In fact, I'm getting authors of books to contact me, and I say, yeah, that'd be kind of interesting. And uh, so that means that the PR people out there have learned about the Strang Report, and now people are learning about God and cancel culture. So that's enough for now. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing this. Uh, We're trying to put up a new podcast every single day so you can come back tomorrow and uh, hear something on God and cancel culture on the Charisma Podcast Network. I'm Stephen Strang.